We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Now, I'm sure of this one thing you can ask most Christians, are you redeemed from the curse of the law? And they don't even know what the curse of the law is. I remember a friend of mine said, a certain internationally known Bible speaker in charismatic circles. And he asked him, he said, I asked him personally. You know Galatians 3.13? Well, he said, of course, I know it's in there. I can't tell you right now what it said. But he said, I began to quote it to him. said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Did you know we're redeemed from the curse of the law? He said, no, I didn't know that. Welcome to Rhema for Today. This week, Kenneth E. Hagan starts his classic teaching from the Rhema Archives entitled, Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. Stay tuned for this timeless teaching. Also, later in this broadcast, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Open your Bibles to Galatians, the third chapter, and the 13th and 14th verses. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now notice that the text said Christ has redeemed us. Well, if we stop reading right there, we know that he redeemed us. But we don't know what he redeemed us from. Usually, if you'll ask someone, what are we redeemed from? They'll say, well, we're redeemed from sin. That's partly true, but that's not what the Bible teaches. You know, the average Christian really do not understand what their redemption consists of or in other words, what they are redeemed from. But as we continue to read, it said, Christ has redeemed us from. Now notice that he's not going to redeem us from something. He hath. Or as we would say in modern usage, he has redeemed us. From what? The curse of the law. Now, I'm sure of this one thing you can ask most Christians, are you redeemed from the curse of the law? And they don't even know what the curse of the law is. I remember a friend of mine said, a certain internationally known Bible speaker in charismatic circles. And he asked him, he said, I asked him personally. You know Galatians 3.13? Well, he said, of course, I know it's in there. I can't tell you right now what it said. But he said, I began to quote it to him, said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Did you know we're redeemed from the curse of the law? He said, no, I didn't know that. And one of the most outstanding Bible scholars and teachers in the charismatic movement. He said, I asked him, he's talking, this man is talking to me personally. He said, I asked him personally, you know what the curse of the law is? He said, no, I don't know what the curse of the law is. You know, some way or another, the devil has succeeded in hiding from the majority of the Christian world what our redemption actually consists of. 
and what he's really redeemed us from. And so therefore we live on a low plane of spirituality when blessed be God we could be living in, under the blessings of God. Amen? Well, we're redeemed from the curse of the law. That's what I'm redeemed from, is the redeemed from the curse of the law. But now what does that mean? You see, if you don't know what the curse of the law is, then that just falls on dull ears, so to speak. Only one way to find out what the curse of the law is, and that is to go back to the law and see what it says the curse is. Now, the expression, the law, as is used in the New Testament, refers either to the Ten Commandments or the first five books of the Bible called the Pentateuch. Well, there's nothing in the Ten Commandments about the curse of the law, so therefore we'll go to these first five books of the Bible, and we find out immediately then that the curse or the punishment for breaking God's law is threefold. And incidentally, the curse of the punishment should come on all of us because the Word of God tells us that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But thank God Christ redeemed us so that the curse shall not come on us, but the blessing would come on us, that the blessing of Abraham might come on, not the curse, does God want his people living under the curse? No. Well, what is the curse? And then we'll find out what he doesn't want us to live under. Well, the curse or the punishment for breaking God's law is threefold. Number one, it is spiritual death. Number two, it is poverty. And number three, it is sickness. Now, let's go back to the book of Genesis. That's one of the first... Book, it is the first books of the Bible and one of those first five called the Pentateuch. The first curse which was to come upon man for breaking God's law or God's word in other words, violating his word, is found in Genesis the second chapter in the 17th verse. When God said to Adam, in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Adam and Eve were permitted to eat fruit of all the trees in the Garden of Eden except for the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The curse of death was to come upon them if they disobeyed God. Now, our problem is that if you use the word death, people automatically think of physical death. But uh, if I refer to physical death, I'll say physical death. And usually if the Bible refers to it, you can tell by the context that it's talking about physical death. But you see, the Bible speaks of more than one kind of death. There are at least three kinds of death that we need to particularly familiarize ourselves with. First of all, spiritual death. Secondly, physical death. Third, the second death, which is being cast into the lake of fire, which burneth with fire and brimstone. And so, spiritual death came to this earth first. The curse of death. When I say death, I'm talking about spiritual death. 
was to come upon them if they disobeyed God. Now in Genesis, the third chapter, the 22nd through the 24th verse, you see that man disobeyed God. That he was, man was driven. When we say man, we're talking about both male and female. Was driven from the garden, could no more eat of the tree of life, and became a slave of sin and of death. Somebody put it this way, said the Bible is a mystery book. Well, to a certain extent, that's true until we find the key that opens it. Then it ceases to be a mystery and becomes a message. Well, actually, there are two, there, there, here, here's the key, or, or in other words, there are two words which open the Bible, and those two words are the words life and death. Now, for instance, Ephesians, the second chapter of the first verse said, Ye who were dead in trespasses and sins hath he quickened, or hath he made alive. Again, you remember in the first epistle of John, the third chapter of the 14th verse, the word of God said, We know. I like that. That's positive. Not we think so. Not we hope so. Not this is our theory or our opinion, or maybe it's like that. We know. What is it we know, John, that we have passed from death unto life? No, he's not talking about physical death, neither is he talking about physical life. He's talking about passing from spiritual death unto the God kind of life, eternal life, everlasting life. How do we know it? Well, you can't, you can't have it unless you belong to my group, though, you know. No, I'm so glad that's not scriptural. No, you can't have, you can't, you can't be saved, go to heaven, pass from death unto life, you know, unless you belong to our particular denomination or church or whatever. No, we know we pass from death unto life because we love the brethren. Love is the first fruit of the recreated, born again human spirit. The love of God's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And so then you see that death, spiritual death, and then its offspring, physical death, has really followed men all down through the centuries. It began its work back there in the Garden of Eden, in the very cradle of humanity. And it's followed it down through the stream of the centuries until this present hour. Death, spiritual death, or physical death was not a part of God's original plan. It's not a part of creation. The Word of God teaches us that even physical death is an enemy of God and an enemy of man. Well, it certainly couldn't be a part of God's original creation or God's original plan if it's an enemy. It's an enemy of God and it's an enemy of man. Now, the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 15, 26, that physical death is the last enemy that shall be put underfoot. Thank God that'll be a glorious day, won't it? Hallelujah. When that last enemy is put underfoot. But thank God spiritual death's put underfoot now. Amen. You know, before we can understand the nature of death, and again, when I use the word death, I'm talking about spiritual death, you understand. Before we can understand that, 
we have to understand the nature of man. Man is not a physical being. He does have a physical body, but man is not a physical being. Man is a spirit being. In fact, he is a spirit. He possesses a soul and he lives in a body. You're listening to Rhema for Today. Now let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagan and Denise Hagan-Burns. Denise, let's talk about the product offer this month. Um, first of all, we have our, our grandfather's um, CD series, three CDs, entitled Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. You, you know, it's so awesome what Jesus did on the cross and, and, and how we have been redeemed. And we are redeemed. But, you know, and this CD series will, will talk about how, how we have been redeemed. And it's just, just a wonderful, wonderful CD series. And then we have um, two mini books. Um, this is um, our dad's mini book, The Past Tense of God's Word. And then um, our grandfather's mini book, A Better Covenant. You know, we, we have a better covenant established on better promises. Amen. And um, normally this would be a twenty four ninety for for all of these. But we're going to offer this month for $16.95, a savings of $7.95. So, so redeemed for poverty, sickness, and death, a better covenant, and the past tense of God's word. They'll be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. Toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death, here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.